I'm Lonnie Edwards, the founder of The Dog Agency and Pet Insider, and you're listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. This is a show about the latest and greatest across the pet world. Whether you're a pet parent or just a little pet crazy, Pet Insider has you covered. We get it. We're obsessed too. There was basically an entire size that was missing from normal harnesses, and they were all pretty generic as far as like prints go and like colors. So I've always wanted to do something in fashion. That was Bridget Daly, founder of Frenchie Bulldog. Bridget will discuss her inspiration for starting a line of breed-specific harnesses and other apparel, how she started the brand with a $5,000 loan from the bank, and how working with influencers has led her to success. Now let's get back to Bridget. Bridget, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So how did you get started building your brand, Frenchie Bulldog? And what is it for people who might not know? So Frenchie Bulldog is an apparel line for dogs. We mainly focus on our reversible harnesses, which we originated about four years ago. And we also have hoodies, collars, leashes, bandanas, bow ties, the works. Let's see, we started... Who is we? I started the business four years ago, just me. And then I hired on a business partner towards the end of the second year. And his name's Austin Stevens. I started it because there was no harnesses to fit French Bulldogs. So the harnesses and the hoodies fit all small to medium-sized dogs. But they specifically fit like a glove for the stockier breeds like Frenchies and Pugs, Wiener Dogs. those kinds. And there was none in the market that really fit them that well. There was basically an entire size that was missing from normal harnesses. And they were all pretty generic as far as like prints go and like colors. So I've always wanted to do something in fashion. And what were you doing at the time when you were starting this? I just moved back to Montana. I was living in LA and I just moved back to Montana to finish my biology degree. Went through like a bad breakup and realized that I needed to do something that was like all for myself. And my sister at the time had just gotten a baby Frenchie and I just fell in love with it. Her name's Mika. And she's actually like the inspiration behind the entire brand. How'd you get started? What was the process like? So the first thing I did was I started an Instagram account, basically reposting other people's photos, engaging, just being like active on Instagram. And this is before I even, I don't even know if I had a personal Instagram account at this time. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like, oh, I guess I need to get the word out somehow. So Instagram at the time was my main like job. I was on it all day long, just trying to build a following. And through Instagram, I met a bunch of really great people that I'm still really good friends with today, like you guys. Basically, the business was built off of Instagram which is amazing. And at that time, there was no like, you didn't have to pay for ads or anything. It was just all like, because I didn't have any money. I was like, still like finishing school. I had no money. So how'd you go about designing and being able to afford the inventory and the samples? And how did you put that all together? Having no money and no experience, I got a bank loan for I think it was around $5,000. Got the inventory. This time I've done so much research on like, different factories and like for designs I had so many ideas that was probably like the hardest part is like narrowing down my ideas 
because they're always in still, they're like always coming. But so getting that first inventory in and just like promoting it all day, every day on Instagram. So yeah, that was the first, I think the first like little bit of inventory. So you went and got this $5,000 loan from the bank. And then what was the next step? The first thing was the designing stuff as far as like the fashionable print designs. So I guess that was probably the next step. The first step was designing a reversible harness. So before us, there was no reversible harnesses. They all just have like one-sided harnesses. And I figured out how to, you know, design one that you can use both sides. So it's functionable and fashionable. You get two options in one harness, but it still like has like an amazing fit. So that was the first step. And that just like totally set us apart from like everyone else. So you came up with the concept for the reversible harness. And what was that process like? Were there multiple versions? Um, th- there's actually There was actually just one design at the time. The very first design was the one that uh, we went with. We did have some samples made, but this was with like one of the first factories that we tried. And they were awful. <laughs> the factory like basically didn't listen to anything. I had said to do, they just kind of like did what they wanted to do. And Um, how'd you find that factory? Just Googling like factory. I knew that it needed to be overseas. So factories in overseas that like produced, you know, dog apparel. So ours are all made in China overseas. Then I had to find another factory, one that actually listened to like my designs and like all that. And that was the winner. So I did have one more round of samples made from the new factory. They turned out great. Um, They still weren't perfect in my eyes. There's a lot of things that I wanted to change and like upgrade. But when you're starting a business, sometimes you just have to go like, you know, start running the race, even if you aren't like in like top shape or whatever, like just start running and (laughs) see what happens. So we launched those harnesses and they did really well. People loved them. And then like after we kind of started to have some momentum with like sales and like our influencers, we call our influencers Frenchies, F-R-I-E-N-D-C-H-I-E-S. Very so like cute. We consider them like our friends. So once we had like momentum with that, we were able to upgrade like a lot of like the hardware, the material, the material that was like the first upgrade. We had some kind of polyester, but it was like a thinner fabric. And then the next um, line of harnesses, I made sure we had like a, like a thicker, more durable fabric. So we chose neoprene, which was such a great decision. And it also at the time, nobody else was using neoprene. So that was an upgrade. You said the influencer piece really helped. How did you set up your influencer program? What results did you see from it? Can you touch on that? I think this was even before we had products. Just being like active on Instagram and like meeting people on Instagram, basically. I reached out to, actually, I probably reached out to like 100 dogs. And this was like totally before like influencers were like a thing, right? So this was just like, I kind of envisioned it as like a team and like the influencers, which at the time, I don't even think I knew that word, 
but our Frenchies would be like part of our team, like supporting us and like being part of like the brand. So I reached out to probably over a hundred dogs and some of them like, you know, wanted to be involved. Some of them didn't. And then some of them like have lasted through then till now they're still like influencers which is really cool and as far as like our program goes for that we're pretty like lenient and still like today I want to give something to someone that hopefully like brings them like joy and happiness so when you did the first collection was it just the harnesses and leashes did the sweatshirts come after how did you balance adding in new items to the collection the very first production, it was just harnesses, each had a matching leash separately. So we had reversible harnesses, collars, and leashes. And then the second production, I think, is when we added a strap harness, which is like basically collar material in like a strap harness. So it's like not as much fabric. And there's more room for like adjustments as far as like sizing goes. So that was the second, like the next production we added. I D tags. I have an accent, so <laughs> I say tag, but it, for those of you listening that are not from Montana, you say tag. Um, but so we have ID tags also. And that was like probably the third production. And then we added hoodies to either the third or the fourth. And that one, that one took a while too, because all of our products, we hand measured on a dog. So many different French Bulldogs, we took their measurements and then we like cut out with material and we like handmade this pattern that we use today. I mean, we've upgraded obviously, but as far as like dimensions go, and we did the same thing with hoodies because we wanted it to fit those like bulkier breeds. So that was probably, the, the hoodie was probably like a third or fourth um, production in. And then, and then like our latest, our newest pieces are cooling bandanas. And it's made of like this like thin, like meshy material that holds onto water really well. So if you get it wet and then like put it on your dog, it stays cool as long as it stays wet. Do you have more styles and more types of products coming out? Or are you sticking with that for a bit? Actually, I have no, no one really knows this yet. I don't know if I should even be saying this, but um, or it's fine. It's whatever. So I'm getting married in July and I've always wanted to have like a really nice, like kind of a fancier line. So for my wedding, obviously I want Leo to wear like Frenchy stuff. But I really want something like classic and like nice, like more fancier. If that's a if that's the right verbiage, more fancier. So I'm gonna design like a very nice, like kind of like a formal wear line. So that will be new. And are you gonna sell that as well, or is it just for Leah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll sell it too. But Leo will definitely he'll be the first one in it. Can you? Say what kind of styles and things you're adding in? Yeah, so probably more maybe like vegan leathers and different kinds of like hardware, sleeker designs. I don't know if it will be a reversible harness, but probably more strap harnesses and collars and leashes, but all with like a higher end feel. And timing. Can you say anything on that? (laughs) I mean, I hope to have some in maybe May. So my, my wedding's in July, so they definitely have to be done by then. So that's new. And then also this winter, I'm also doing adding like hats, not dog hats, but like human hats, just with like our logo you can like give as like gifts and stuff. 
So how many factories have you gone through since you started after you switched that first time? We've had the same one. Amazing. Basically, like after the first trial of that one factory that totally screwed up on everything, <laughs> um, we've stayed with the same one, which is great. You don't ship everything yourself still, do you? No, um, I used to though. Yeah. yeah so I, <laughs> I used to like have everything in my like studio apartment, like right next to my bed. And I would get up and like fill orders, ship them, do customer service, do the Instagram. It was like so exhausting. The shipping and fulfilling, that was like the first thing I got, like got off my plate, um, which was huge because with shipping and fulfilling, like if you're doing it yourself, you have to like stay in one place. Like I couldn't leave. I couldn't go visit my family or anything because I had to be like at home where the inventory was like shipping stuff. Now we have two fulfillment centers, which is great. Working on a third. Why so many? The quicker you can deliver a product, the better. Wherever our customers are the most, we have a lot of customers in the US or a lot of them in the UK. Like we want to fulfillment centers so they can get their products within like two days. And what else have you done since you started to make things more efficient and easier? It's really important to do the things yourself first so that you can like understand each process and you want to know like all about your business. Your business is like your baby. So you want to know everything about it, like how to like help it if it's, you know, sick or like hurting. You want to, you want to know all the parts so I think it's really important to do every, like as much as you can yourself first. And then like when you're at a point where you can outsource, do that and then fine tune where your energy is best spent. So like we also have customer service and then now I even have help with the Instagram, which is like huge because that's like a literally over a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> and now I can like better focus my energies on like, the relationships with our friendships, our influencers, the photography, and obviously like the designing and like big picture stuff too. You know, it's easy to get sucked into like little like day-to-day tasks, depending on where your energy is best spent. Mine is like focusing on bigger picture things. So like if I was stuck fulfilling orders still, like we wouldn't be where we are if I hadn't have like let that one go. Like, let someone else help you with that. And how did you find good people that you could trust? We kind of, like, got lucky. So um, one of the customer service people is, like, a family member or, like, my business partner's family member, which is great. And then the other – we really don't have that many people on our team. I, another person that we have on our team that's, like, been amazing is, like, a friend that I met when I was living in Utah. So – And all of these people have French Bulldogs, which is great. So how did you come up with your brand identity? I knew that I wanted it to be fun. Dogs are fun and like they bring so much joy to your life. I just wanted to like accentuate that and make people feel like the joy and like the love and like the happiness that we want to like give people that joy, like just like their dogs give them that joy. Um, So keeping that like, fun like happy mood in the brand is like very important obviously we wanted to have amazing prints unique prints that are like stylish and fashionable but like also functionable um that that's why like the neoprene is so important because it's such a durable fabric but it also like looks really good 
And you're strictly e-commerce, right? You're not in stores. Yeah, just e-commerce. What was the reasoning there? The reason for that was because I didn't want to charge people more than I had to. I wanted to charge people like as least as as I could. I wanted to include everyone and not feel like have that feeling of like elite or like exclusive, like like we want everyone involved. So to keep the price down, um, that's why we went e-commerce. And then also like you want to keep the overhead down in any business if you can, as much as you can. And what has been the hardest part of growing Friendship Bulldog and what have been the biggest challenges you faced? I feel like the hardest challenge is one that's like going on right now. And it's that having our design knocked off by other brands because we spent so much time and energy and like making this like product like so perfect. And so just like having other brands like take it and then like call it their own is like very challenging. I mean, it's a good challenge, I guess, to have because that means we're doing something right. You know, if someone <laughs> if someone tries to like take like copy you or imitate you, it means you're doing something right, I think. So that's probably like the biggest challenge right now is is just dealing with that. Um, and how do you deal with it? Just focusing on us. Um, so there's this like cool quote that's like, winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. So I just want to focus on winning and always making our products better, like keeping our relationships close and like growing as a brand, as a community. So yeah, just making all of our products better. Never like being stagnant or like settling for like something just because it's easy. Always working towards the next product or the next improvement or the next like relationships we want to build. And what is your day-to-day like now? I feel like now more than more than normal I'm like on my computer more with like emails and that sort of thing wake up I try to do some kind of meditation go to the gym so my mornings are great and then I get home walk Leo and do emails like on my walk then um I come back and either work on like designs because the design process is like literally year round I'm like constantly designing like the next line so working on that and then just like following up stuff projects emails that sort of thing and then also working on my vlog so Leo and I have our own vlog it's called Bridget and Leo on YouTube been filming like so much content for that these blog stuff being engaged on instagram what else do i do like constantly taking photos of leo and like our products yeah and like keeping in touch with our friends and like influencers and stuff that's my basic day yeah and tell us about leo leo just turned three he's literally like the sunshine of my life (laughs) he's the best thing in the world I love him so much. He goes literally everywhere. Like the the longest I'll leave him is like an hour to go work out. He's pretty feisty. He's very cute. He's he's just the best. So one of the products featured on your site is the breast cancer awareness bandana. Do you work with a lot of charity groups and how do you pick who you work with? So we work with the French Bulldog Rescue. We worked with like more local rescues. Also just for like 
different things, not like a consistent thing, but if like someone wants us to be involved in like, like a fundraiser type thing, we're always like on board to get involved in that kind of stuff. So more local rescues. And then the breast cancer one, because it's like such a, such a like special cause to me personally. And I, I know like a lot of other people, like it's a very special cause to them too. So yeah, making this bandana was huge for us because we're able to give 100% of the proceeds to Dr. Susan Love uh, Research Foundation. It's It's been a great, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't know. It, we might be sold out of them already. It's just great that our customers are so on board with like giving back too and just like makes me love them. I mean, I, I love, love our customers. It makes me love them that much more that people want to like give back to like the community and it's great. I love the design on those bandanas. They're so cute. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, I wish that was a harness. But Are you gonna um, make it I wear the bandanas too. We should do one, yeah. Maybe next year we'll do a harness. We're also doing one for Movember. That's like M-O-V-E-M-B-E-R. And we're donating those. We'll donate those proceeds too. We don't have a foundation yet, but... So yeah, we're starting to be, we're like at the point where we can like give back even more, which is like, has always been the ultimate goal. So it's really exciting for us. Have you kept a lot of your original styles or do you change them up a lot? I know you come out with new ones all the time. I think the tie-dye has been there since version one, right? I remember that being one of the first. Oh yeah, yeah. So yes, it's so funny. So yeah, the tie-dye, the original tie-dye was part of the first line that we did which no one bought, unfortunately, but it was like the coolest one. I think like- I had the first tie-dye. Yeah, you had it. I feel like it was like, it was like too ahead of its time though. Like I always want like, like the newest of new, like stuff in the fashion world that like hasn't even been like two seasons or like three seasons ahead of time. I'm like always wanting like that next like trendy thing. And, but like with- general customers you kind of have to like not be so risky I feel like we redid the tie-dye and we have like a colorful one now I think we're getting more of those in soon um but most everything we like do we try to make everything new and like everything is limited so like once we're sold out of something we don't usually restock it and how has influencer marketing helped grow your brand influencer marketing is such a big part of our brand because well one we always take into consideration like our influencers like how they if they like a product if they don't like it like certain like some of our influencers we've even like designed specific like limited edition items like after them basically I did this like amazing New York themed line with like a harness a leash and a collar it had all things New York on there and then on the back it had like New York pizza in the shape of hearts and it was just very like I use like our influencers are like what do they like and what would they like want to wear that and it's it's also helped influencer marketing has also helped us like spread the word especially now because a lot of our original Frenchies are still like with us like right now they're they're huge now so they've definitely helped us grow our brand for sure. I love them. I'm all like, I'm very good friends with like every person that is an influencer for us. Like I text with them. I'll go visit them, like have dinner with them. Like 
they they were like my like genuine friends. So it's like just like working with your friends all day. It's great. How have you seen influencer marketing grow over the past few years? I feel like it's grown because everyone, it's, 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 influencer marketing is like such a thing now. Like everyone wants to be an influencer, which also makes it hard for us because like, of course I want everyone to be an influencer, but like, it's like then we wouldn't have a business. So it's, it's definitely grown. I think that everyone wants to be involved and like be an influencer. I mean, which is great because everyone wants to like, you know, model our stuff and spread the word, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely grown like significantly. So we've, we've grown also with it. You do a lot of offline marketing meetups. Can you talk about that? One of the biggest parts of our brand is being like involved, like online, but also like you said, offline. We do meetups like all over the world and they're open to all breeds. Uh, it's basically just like a big, like fun get together with anyone that wants to come and meet us. And I'll usually like have a special like gift for everyone. But it's just like a way to bring the community on Instagram and our customers like all together in real life. It's so important because now it's like one on one, like face to face is like very rare. So like having that like human, human interaction, dog, dog interaction, like <laughs> so cool and unique and that's like where I usually make you know build up even more relationships and I know that like our customers really value like meeting me and Leo and seeing that there's like a real person behind the brand because I mean smoke and mirrors I'm sure people think we have like tons of employees and are this like huge like corporation like we're actually like a small like little brand we don't have like that many people that are working for us. So that's like really important to like, for me to share that part of the brand with people that it's like relatable. I'm just like you. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a very, very special part of our brand that I love, absolutely love doing. It's probably one of my favorite parts. parts and of one more question for you. What role does Leo play in the company? Leo, Leo's usually the model, which I mean, he's an easy model <laughs> for the most part. People get to meet him when I do these meetups. I usually always bring Leo and people love meeting Leo, even though he's like kind of feisty in real life, which comes to a surprise to some people when they try to pick him up. He's definitely a huge part of the brand, um, especially that the quirky like characteristics of a Frenchie like kind of brings my designs more like life. You know, if I'm thinking of like a funny, like quirky design, Leo's a huge part of that because just his personality totally brings that out in the designs and that whole process. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. That was Bridget Daly, founder of Frenchie Bulldog. To shop the collection, visit frenchiebulldog.com. Want even more access to everything pet? Get your ticket to PetCon. PetCon will take place November 17th and 18th at the Javits Center in New York City. PetCon is two days of meet and greets with your favorite Instagram pets, fun activations, insightful panels, a highly curated selection of awesome and innovative products for your shopping pleasure, and of course, lots of adorable, adoptable pets. Tickets are going fast. Make sure to get yours today at PetCon.co. That's P-E-T-C-O-N dot C-O. We hope you enjoyed the episode. 
please leave us an awesome review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you have any pet-related topics you want us to cover, email us at podcast at petinsider.com. To listen to past episodes, visit petinsider.com slash podcast. I'm Lonnie Edwards, and thank you for listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. Talk soon.